Radio Business News. Morning, Henk. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm very well, actually. Lots happening in terms of the UK that's very much keeping us busy. So uh, markets have been through a bit of a turbulent time, it has to be said, since I was last on. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing okay, thank you. Well, great to have you back. Yes, a bit of eye on the ball. What's happening with the markets then? Well, actually, equity markets yesterday registered some large gains as the government's U-turn in the UK and the solid corporate results helped sentiment. In Europe, Stock 600 index closed up 1.8%, with cyclical sectors like real estate, travel and retail very much leading the advances. In the UK, the domestically-focused FTSE 250 rose 2.8% in reaction to the new fiscally responsible measures emanating from number 11 Downing Street. S&P 500 over on Wall Street was up 2.6%. European futures look like they're going to add to those gains this morning. Euro stock 50 is up 39 points. FTSE up 45 points. DAX over in Frankfurt up 141 points. And uh, well, the UK Chancellor, how how did the markets react? Well, the new Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, yesterday ripped apart what was left of Trustonomics. I don't think, you know, Liz Trust has been around or the policy has been successful enough to call them, you know, Trustonomics in the way that we used to talk about Arbonomics in Japan, I suppose. But even putting that to one side, he, of course, scrapped tax cuts and scaled back support for household energy bills, all in an effort to try and restore order to the UK's public finances. Hunt outlined £32 billion of savings. Remember that's from the original £45 billion worth of tax cuts and giveaways that were announced in that so-called mini-budget at the end of September. This is in an effort to avert a backlash against the plans which has been spooking investors, leading to soaring borrowing costs and a slumping sterling. In fact, all that's left was the reverse on the national insurance contribution, the stamp duty changes and the, the plan to lift the cap on or remove the cap on bankers' bonuses. The U-turns are accompanied by a message of future tax hikes and spending cuts. There's still something like a £30 billion gap that needs to be filled. But market reaction was certainly positive. So if you look at the yield on 30-year gilts, fell as much as 44 basis points yesterday. That's the second biggest drop that we've seen in history. In fact, the biggest change was really around the energy support bill, which was originally set to cap dual fuel bills at £2,500 for two years. It will now be redesigned in April and become more targeted. So uh, lots for the markets to digest. They certainly feel a little bit more happy with, uh, with this new chancellor than the previous one. And how vulnerable, I mean, it looks like she's not going to budge. How They're saying she's in place but not in power. How vulnerable is Liz Truss at the moment? Well, listen, it's not for me to say how vulnerable I suppose the Prime Minister is, but certainly if you look at the newspapers this morning in the UK, you'll certainly see the pressure has been building and perhaps even to a crescendo it, it could well be said. And Some have argued yesterday what we saw in Commons was not only, of course, a backtracking on some of those uh, tax plans, but a beauty parade about who could be the next Prime Minister. We had Penny Morden of course talking yesterday. She's the leader of the House seen as a possible candidate or some debate about whether she has enough experience. Jeremy Hunt, of course, has been at the forefront of this new initiative, but we should remember he has lost two leadership elections when it comes to the Conservative Party. Some debate as to whether he actually wants the top job. And then it comes back to, I suppose, Rishi Shunak as well, the 
Boris Johnson's Chancellor. You could argue, given the fact he was part of that management team that won that convincing mandate of the 2019 election from the British public, he perhaps has a, a greater chance of, uh, of suggesting that he has a right in terms of to that job. Going beyond that, you start to, I suppose, consider who actually wants the job. I mean, you look at the polls today, Labour have a massive lead, there's no doubt about that. Certainly if the election was held today, Conservatives would, would, would be wiped out. Beyond that, I mean, it's still some time to the next election, potentially, of course, the next election, not due until 2024. In the meantime, you've got a looming recession here in the UK. You've got the NHS that needs to be rebuilt. You've got the war in Ukraine to deal with as well. So that's a pretty long list for any prime minister to take on. But of course, uh, we will find a leader who can navigate us through some of these problems. Not entirely clear who that is this morning. OK. And uh, in my Benz, 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 it's a positive outlook for Mercedes-Benz. <laughs> It is. We've got the Paris Motor Show taking place at the moment, so we'll hear a lot from the motor manufacturers over the course of the next few days. Mercedes has pledged to deliver solid returns next year, even if the economy continues to worsen. Talking at the show, the car giant stated that operating margins goal would be around 14% in a favourable environment, no lower than 8% in poor conditions. It's been a tough few years, it has to be said, for the car makers. They've had to deal with the demand shock during the course of the pandemic, then supply chain disruptions. Now, of course, pressure on real incomes, higher energy bills in Europe, and of course, those ongoing COVID restrictions in China. However, Mercedes said they are still working through its backlog of orders. So far, they've seen very little sign of a shift in terms of demand. Mercedes is hoping to boost its valuation multiple by taking the brand into greater luxury, focusing on higher margin performance vehicles, technology and sustainability. And foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound looking stronger this morning as we've been talking about. Pound against dollar, one thirteen and a half. Euro dollar coming in at 0.98. You're going to get one euro, 15 cents for your British pound this morning. Hank Potts from Barclays, same time, same place tomorrow morning. Let's do it. OK, have a great day, Hank. Bye. Have a good day. Barclays Private Bank has been in Monaco for 100 years. Since we opened our doors here in 1922, we have enabled our clients to invest in tomorrow and to influence it, drawing on experience, insights and ideas to help them create the world they want to make possible. And we're only just getting started. 100 years in Monaco, 100 years young. 